Hello and welcome to the NicheSiteTools.com podcast where we share experiences, tips, and tools to help everyone achieve a greater level of success with their online adventures. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 20. Glad to have you here and uh, today we're going to talk about a couple of different topics. Of course, we are going to have our tool slash plugin of the week, which will be in our second segment. But during our first segment, what I'd like to do is give um, some updates on a couple of different things. So I will give an update on my AdWords campaign as well as talk a bit about Elegant Themes, give you an example of a site that I converted over to Elegant Themes, and I'm going to give you some specific tips before you get started with a new theme that you're going to want to do to make sure that you can upgrade your theme down the road. And it's uh, specific tips that I learned from Crystal over at fineartmom.com. You can check out an example of her site as well. But um, I work with her, talk to her a lot, and we bounce ideas off of each other. And she uh, gave me some tips on getting started that I implemented on my test site that I was doing. And uh, they worked really well. So I will pass along those tips to you. And uh, that's pretty much what we're going to cover this week. So before I get into the content, I'd like to give a quick shout out to a couple of new email subscribers this week. Andreas, John, Chandu, and also I'd like to thank Stu. He left some comments on my Forever Affiliate post on whether Forever Affiliate is still valid in 2014, and I gave him some information based on what he was asking for, and he purchased through my link today. So I really appreciate that, Stu, and the um, my two bonus stocks for that program are on the way to you right now. And also, unfortunately, I have no way to know who's purchasing through my uh, Easy Azon plugin link. But I've received several sales over the last couple of weeks, so I'd like to thank you all. If any of you are out there listening, I really appreciate it. And if any of you happen to be interested in promoting Amazon affiliate products and you're looking for a plugin to make your life easier and to give you a lot more options, you can head over to nichesitetools.com forward slash easyazon. And that's spelled E-A-S-Y-A-Z-O-N, all one word. And you'll find a discounted link in there so you can get $10 off. And that'll get you Easy Azon for only $37. So a lot of folks have been purchasing through that discounted link. So again, I thank you very much. And uh, let's get right into the content. So as I was mentioning... I have been playing around a bit with uh, Elegant Themes over the last week or so. As you saw, that that was the theme I decided to purchase. And specifically, I've played a bit around with the Nexus plugin and the Divi theme. I'm sorry, not Nexus plugin, but the Nexus theme and the Divi theme. And Elegant Themes comes with 87 different themes, but the ones that most of my friends are using are either Nexus or Divi. And Divi 2.0 is their most popular theme that they have. And that's the one I'm planning to utilize on my site. So I played a little bit with both uh, over the week. And what I found was that initially, since I've been so used to using the Thesis 185 theme, of course, there's a learning curve for me, and it was, um, you know, when you go through any sort of change, your body's a little bit reluctant to go through it, and it, at first, it's a little bit more difficult than it needs to be, but uh, once I realized that pretty much it's it's very similar, you post your image, your logo image, you mess with your widgets, and really, my site isn't all that complex, any of my sites, really. They have a primary logo at the top. They are mostly either a... 
um, theme that has a static home page with blog post updates or like my niche site tool site they're just all blog post updates so they're not really overly complex I do have a lot of different things in my sidebar widgets but uh, other than that it's really not that all that complex so once I strapped myself into a chair and just sat down to change one of my sites I uh, found it took me about 25 to 30 minutes to make my existing site cravingtravel.com go from exactly what it looked like on the thesis theme to exactly uh, pretty much identical the only difference being I was then on the Divi theme so Again, I'm, I'm relatively technical, but uh, the tips and tricks that I got were from Crystal over at fineartmom.com, and she describes herself as not technical at all. So she had worked through a couple of issues, and she had given me some tips on what to look out for. And uh, once she gave me those tips and uh, I sat down to do it, it really didn't take all that long. And when you go from one theme to another, you may be planning to change your website design and things like that. So it may take you a little bit longer depending. But my first test was that I wanted to take one of my existing sites that is currently working, everything is fine, and convert it over to Elegant Themes, specifically the Divi theme, and have it look and feel almost identical to the way it was with you know slight changes that are a result of maybe different fonts or the way the Divi theme works and uh, I was successful in doing so and if you head over to cravingtravel.com you can see what that site looks like utilizing the Divi theme and I, I don't really mention that site a lot very often but I use it for testing and uh, it, it is not a big money maker by any means. I think I've gotten less than $5 in AdSense over the years. But that was a site that I planned to do some posts about travel and use that as a travel-focused site. But I really lost interest in that. So I did keep it around just because I'm ranking for a couple of different posts, but not you know super high. But it's a good place to test things out. And I have most of the same plugins that I have on my other sites. So it's just a great test bed to try different themes, different plugins, and stuff like that. So it's always good to have a site like that just to mess around that you don't care at all whatsoever if, you know, things go wrong, things break. It's a great um, great type of site to have. So that's what I was doing over there. And what I found was that it is always best. This is what I, the primary thing I found out from Crystal that she found by looking into the Divi documentation is that when you do set up a new theme, what you're going to want to do is to set up a child theme. And what that means is basically you're going to have your main theme, which in this case is Divi 2.0, and you're going to install a child theme, and then you're going to make any customizations and changes that you make to your theme, you're going to do in that child theme. And the primary benefit of doing this provides you with a mechanism to update your theme without losing any customizations that you made. So where this comes into play, I found that, um, you know, I was thinking, well, I don't really change CSS files or I don't do any coding per se, you know, in general on my sites. But there are things that I've changed. I have done customizations over time. And uh, for instance, on the Divi theme out of the box along the bottom of your site, 
it will say designed by Elegant Themes and powered by WordPress. So you may not necessarily want to keep that at the bottom of your site. Or if you're going to be a, an affiliate for your theme, which is always a good idea. If people like the design of your site or like what you're doing on your site, a lot of times they'll scroll to the bottom to see what kind of theme you have. And if you have a link to your affiliate link, if they decide to purchase that theme, you could get a sale in that way. So it's always something to do. doesn't uh, require a lot of effort on your part, but that was what I wanted to do first on my site. And I found that in order to do so, I had to modify a footer.php file manually in my web hosting account. So that was going to be the first change that I did on my theme. But I remembered when I talked to Crystal and also when I looked in the doc into the documentation for Elegant Themes that they recommend using a child theme. So I contacted her, found out what theme or uh, what plugin that she used and how exactly that worked. And I found a particular plugin that is called the One Click Child Theme Plugin. And basically what you would do is when you go into your website and you go into, let me click over to my site, and if you go into appearance in your WordPress dashboard and themes, what you want to do is activate your theme. So in this case, I had my Divi theme activated, and then I installed the one-click child theme plugin. And then what that does is when you create... Uh, I'm sorry, when you go into appearance, that will add another option after you activate that theme that says child theme. So if you click on that, like I'm going to do right now, it gives you three options. Give your theme a name, describe your theme, and put your name in. And basically what that's going to do is it's going to go out to your web hosting account. It's going to create you a subdirectory, and it's going to um, put a file or two into that directory. So it's it's going to take out any manual intervention you got you need to do. So when you click that Create Child Theme, what's going to happen is if you go back to Appearance and Themes in your WordPress dashboard, like I'm doing right now, it's going to show your, in my case, I called it Divi Child. So it shows my Divi Child theme. And if I want to make any changes at all to the Divi theme, I want to click on the Customize button next to the Divi Child theme, not the Divi theme. So any changes that I made, which I went in there and made all the changes for my Craving Travel site, I did within that Divi Child theme only. And basically, you'll have your main Divi link there, but you will not utilize that. And how this works is that as long as you make all your changes to the Divi Child theme, anytime you update your theme, your changes will be retained. So this is definitely something you're going to want to do, especially if you're planning to update your theme. And even if you're not planning to update your theme down the road, you want to make sure you leave yourself that option because a lot of times different themes will come out with security vulnerabilities or bug fixes and you will want to and need to update your theme down the road. So if you're making your changes in the child theme section, anytime that theme is updated and it overwrites any files in the main theme directory, all of your changes will remain intact because they are all self-contained within your child theme folder in your WordPress hosting account. So even if that doesn't make a lot of sense to you right now, if you're not the coding type, which I'm not the coding type, but just keep in mind that I have made changes to manual files along the way and doing things like changing my affiliate, um, changing my link from just the plain elegant theme site to my affiliate site and removing the powered by WordPress link 
I needed to copy the footer.php file from my main or my main Divi theme into the child theme subfolder, and then I made the changes there. So it um, with this one click child theme plugin, it modifies your main theme so that your main theme knows to look in the child theme subdirectory for any changes. So it's going to primarily look in your main theme folder for any settings for your um, theme, and then it's going to also include any changes that you made to files that are located in the Divi child theme in my case. So it uh, it does work well. I have not had to update my theme just yet because I just installed it last week, so I don't yet have any updates for the Divi theme, but the way this is designed, I was able to change the uh, link to my affiliate link in the bottom of my footer, and I was also able to remove the WordPress um, Powered by WordPress link all through utilizing the changes in the child theme subfolder. So that does work. It's something you're going to want to do up front before you get into any customization. So keep that in mind if you're going to update to any theme down the road. Most of them have the ability to utilize a child theme. So um, keep that in mind if you've not made any changes to your site or if you have made some changes to your own theme that you have now. As long as you can keep track of what you've done previously, you could just uh, enable this option now and then go in and make changes to any of the files you need to in your child theme folder. And then you're all set going forward to be able to update your theme. So this is something that... um, Crystal said she ran into previously. She made some custom changes, and maybe she didn't necessarily keep them over the years. I'm not 100% sure, but that was preventing her from updating the theme that she had previously because she did not want to lose all those changes. So that is a great tip. Again, thanks so much, Crystal. Appreciate that. And uh, definitely something to keep in mind, and I'll link to uh, both the Elegant Themes page where they mention child themes and how all that works, and I'll also link to the plugin that I utilize for that. And that'll be in the show notes at nichesitetools.com forward slash the number 20. So that pretty much covers what I've been testing. I've also been testing a little bit on my site that I don't use for anything other than testing, and that's mainlaunchpad.com. That's just the site that um, I registered that was free that came with my web hosting account, and that is also 100% used for testing. I don't have any content whatsoever on there. So I've been testing that a little bit. Uh, I tried a couple of different themes, like three or four different themes from Elegant Themes, and just plugged them up there and uh, just tried to see what they look like right out of the box. So that was a good place to just test that there. But the majority of my testing that I've been doing over this past week has been on the cravingtravel.com site. And from here, I'm going to switch over my Forever Affiliate site And uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to try to redesign that site or just, again, leave it exactly as I have it now, but with the Divi theme. And I'm not 100% sure what I'm going to do on nichesitetools.com yet either, but on that site, I'm definitely waiting to hear back from Mark Mason over at latenightim.com. He said he was going to respond to my SpeakPipe message that I sent him on how I was... Uh, letting him know that I was going to switch from Thesis over to Elegant Themes. And I know he's utilized Thesis 1.85 in the past, just like I have. And I had some concerns on uh, because... 
thesis theme includes a lot of SEO customizations and optimization features built in. I know for sure that I'm going to need to convert over from utilizing thesis for my SEO. For instance, when you do a post, it has that meta description, meta keywords, and things like that in your post. If you utilize the all-in-one SEO plugin or the Yoast WordPress SEO plugin, you're used to having those options in there. But in the Thesis 185 theme, that's all part of the theme. So if I convert from Thesis over to Elegant Themes, that may be lost. And there's, I know there's an option where I can convert from using the meta description in the Thesis theme over to utilizing the Yoast SEO plugin or the all-in-one SEO plugin. So I'm probably going to be doing an interim step to migrate stuff from my thesis theme over to one of those plugins. And then if I upgrade to from thesis over to Elegant Themes, I would still have that Yoast plugin or WordPress um, all-in-one SEO plugin. And everything as far as SEO for my individual posts and pages would still be intact. But that's something that is not necessarily 100% foolproof. So I am holding off on actually redoing or um, updating that that's going to be my last site I'm updating so I'm not sure if I want to do a redesign as part of that upgrade I think I may just do the same thing I'm doing now on craving travel which is convert my site over to the Divi theme and have it look as similar to my current site as possible initially and then plan for an upgrade down the road or I may try to do a little bit of a website uh, look and feel update as well but that's definitely a couple of weeks off again I'm waiting for a response from Mark Mason on that to get some more good tips that I can share with you guys and keep track of any gotchas but on my other sites that uh, I'm not as concerned about I will be upgrading those uh, over the coming weeks as well so I will definitely keep you posted on all the progress there and any tips or tricks that I run across to keep you guys in the loop but so far so good I was able to convert my craving travel site basically over to look I would say probably 85 to 90 percent of exactly how it does right now so again it took me about 25 to 30 minutes and that was taking my time to do it so it, it definitely was once I got over that initial shock of oh this is quite different from my current theme and just sat down and uh, thought about it for a bit it really didn't take that long so Definitely with anything new, there will be a little bit of hesitation and kind of what did I get myself into type of thing. But I know that uh, this theme has worked really well for a lot of folks. And so far, it's worked great for me since I got over that initial hump. So if you're thinking about upgrading your theme, Elegant Themes is definitely one to look at. And uh, specifically, the Divi theme and the Nexus theme look really great. So So far, so good. Take a look at those sites if you'd like, and I'll give you a before and after shot of my Craving Travel site to give you a snapshot of what it looked like before, what it looks like now, and uh, just give you some ideas on uh, what you can accomplish. But I would like to also give an update on my Google AdWords campaign. A couple of folks are really interested in that and how that's going. And I've gotten a couple of emails and uh, comments asking how that's going. So let me click over to my AdWords campaign for that site. Okay, let me see here. Yes, here it is. And uh, I'll give you my numbers as well as a uh, quick screenshot as well in this post. So 
So far, what I have as far as my AdWords campaign for my Forever Affiliate site, I have 10,794 total impressions as of this moment, which means that my ad was uh, displayed in front of that many folks when they did a Google search for particular keywords that I'm targeting. And out of those 10,794 impressions, I got 156 clicks for a total click-through rate of 1.45%. And again, my daily budget was a maximum of $5, but I think they will go over that by up to 20% if I'm not mistaken. So I think my total maximum budget as a result of that is $6 a day. And the total spend so far is $116.16. So if you remember back, I paid $25. I had a coupon, which would give me a $100 Google AdWords credit. So my total desired spend was $125. So I'm really close to hitting that. So within the next two days, actually, I'm going to keep an eye on that and see see when it hits that. I'm not sure because I know I spent the $25 up front I believe my account would stop at once it hits $125 because that $100 credit would be expended at that point but uh, if it does go over by a couple of dollars I'm not too concerned so I'll probably let it go three days just to see what happens but um, I don't plan to continue to fund that campaign at least right now so with those results, I have gotten a lot more, uh, well, 156 more folks than I would have clicked through to my site. However, I still don't have any sales of that affiliate product that I'm promoting there. So as far as my goals for this AdWords campaign, I would determine it a failure on that particular level because I was hoping for at least three affiliate sales, which would have compensated for that entire paid campaign. Even though I only spent $25 myself, I was targeting to make back the whole $125. But even if I did get one sale of that Forever Affiliate product, it would have paid probably somewhere between $35 and $45. So that would have covered my $25 initial cost. So even if I had one sale, I would consider that somewhat of a success. But since I haven't had any sales, it did not meet my specific goals, but it did result in 155 or 156 more clicks and view uh, views on my site. So it did result in a little bit more traffic, and I did check my rankings before and after for like uh, probably eight or so different keyword phrases. And overall, it did probably help a bit in my ranking. So. At the time, I was when I started, I was ranking somewhere around 76, somewhere between 55 and 76 for five or six different phrases. And initially, a lot of them were in the 70s range. And when I checked now, they're somewhere around the 55 range. So they're somewhere instead of on the seventh or eighth page of Google, they're somewhere on the fifth or sixth page of Google. So I don't consider that a huge success either. If I went from let's say the seventh or fifth or sixth, seventh page of Google to the first or second page of Google, that's one thing. But I don't consider that a, a huge success to go from page seven to page five because you're really not where the meat of the traffic is. So although my ad was being displayed on the first or second page of Google and I was getting those additional impressions and additional clicks for that reason, 
the actual posts that I have were not um, resulted. I did not get a significant bump in rankings. So I would consider this campaign on all fronts not a huge success. So I am not going to continue that at this point in time, but it was a good experience and it was very easy to set up the campaign and I wouldn't hesitate to do that again for other experiments or other sites like Niche Site Tools if I wanted to test out and try to get some targeted traffic for some posts that I know are popular or posts that are resulting in sales. For instance, if I wanted to try to promote the Easy Azon plugin and the discount that I provide there on my page since I know I've had some sales of that, that might be something I would look into and just try to create a different email account on Google and utilize a um, credit again uh, because the email address that I used was specific to that particular Forever Affiliate site that I have. I think I could go through and get that coupon code again, spend, spend another $25, get an additional $100 worth of advertising on a different site with a different email address. So that's something I definitely may do going forward. And it's been a great experience. It's real, Like I said, it was relatively easy to set up and I hit my daily maximum budget pretty quickly once I got my ad optimized and learned how to properly format that ad and um, you know get things going, have the right terms and display and the right descriptions. Once I had a really good ad, it was relatively easy to get that those impressions and clicks, but I did not get the sales and I did not get the increase in ranking. So overall, anybody that's been following along, if you're considering doing that, I would not hesitate to do so. I'm not saying that this is a huge failure. It was a huge waste of my time. I don't think that at all. I think it was definitely a good experience and it's definitely something I think I will utilize at some point in the near future to just to try to target some places where I'm having success and see if I can increase those successes and uh, see how that goes. But uh, that is a quick update on that front. I know a lot of folks were looking for that. And when I do shut that campaign down completely, I'll probably let you know over the next week I will probably hit that $125 max. So I will let you know if it automatically continued to try to bill me in some way or exactly how that works. So I will give a final update on that campaign going forward, probably in the next post. But wanted to give that quick update now to all you guys that were interested. So hopefully that is helpful. And now I will go right into the plugin or tool of the week. And this week, it is going to be the Rank Checker plugin. And when I say plugin, it is not a WordPress plugin. It is a plugin that specifically works with your browser. And I utilize the Firefox browser. And uh, I'm pretty sure that it's available for other plugin, or I'm sorry, other browsers as well, which I will find out and I'll link to in the show notes. But I utilize it for Firefox, and it is a very cool plugin. And it's the one that I utilized, and the one that I utilized when I did my um, testing of my AdWords campaign. So I had six or seven different phrases that I was targeting and trying to rank for. And I did a quick check with the Rank Checker tool prior to running my AdWords campaign and then after. And that's really the best way to find out when you're doing experiments or trying different things how your rankings are affected. And basically what I will do is I'll leave a screenshot 
of exactly what it looks like and how it works in this particular post. But basically when you click on it, it shows up in the upper right hand corner of your, of your browser. And then all you do is click on it and then you type in your domain name. So for instance, let's say www.cravingtravel.com. That's another thing I'm tracking. When I updated to the Divi theme there, I have basically just one term that's ranking um, on the second page of Google, and that is for a $20 trick uh, $20 Bellagio. And exactly what that is after I type this in here and hit add. So basically at the top of your screen, once you click this, you type in your domain name, which I did www.cravingtravel.com. And then I typed in my keyword, which was, or your phrase, which is $20 trick Bellagio. And what that is on that site is, uh, before we went to Las Vegas a couple of years ago, I was trying to get a discount or an upgraded room and trying to figure out the best way to do that. And on that site in my Las Vegas guide post, I have a mention of a $20 trick for the Bellagio. And what that means is when you check in, if you slip the person checking you in a $20 bill, it doesn't have to be like you're trying to deceive anyone or a real top secret. You basically just hand them a $20 bill with your when you provide them your um, license and credit card and ask them if they have any free upgrades available. And that was something I found. Um, there's a couple of different sites out there that say at that time, Bellagio was about 80% success rate for most, most folks, and it did work for me as well. So basically, we had booked the most basic room at the Bellagio, and I slipped them a $20 bill and asked them if they had any free upgrades, and we got a Fountain View room in uh, one of the tower sections of the hotel. So it definitely worked, and it's something that I am ranking, I think it was 26th for. So if I click on the start button, actually it looks like it was 24th. So it shows me that I'm ranking number, all I do is hit start, and you can have any number of different phrases. Like for the other site, I had six or seven different phrases that I was targeting, and you hit start, it goes out to Google, Yahoo, and Bing. And for your particular phrase, it tells you what number post you're ranking for, and it tells you which of your posts is ranking for that particular term. And then what you can do is you can save those results, or you can. what I do is I just take a quick screenshot, and then I save it with a particular date so I know that when this was taken and also why. So... For instance, when I did the upgrade to the Divi theme, I saved the screenshot as Rank Checker, Craving Travel, Before Divi Upgrade with a date. And then I did a, you know, Craving Travel, Rank Checker, After Divi Upgrade, and then I left the particular date as well. So then I can keep track of that over time. So in a week or so, let's say the Divi theme makes my site more responsive. Google, it has some optimizations in it that Google likes for whatever reason. It likes, you know, the design. It thinks the design looks better. Maybe people stay on my site longer if I was doing a redesign. And for whatever reason, that post goes from number 24 to number 16 in two or three weeks. That would be great to know that, hey, my theme and my design looks better. It's resulting in 
additional rankings, which is going to bring me more traffic. So that's good. one good way to test your site and keep track of how things are going and improving over time. It's kind of like doing an A-B check. So if you have your site at one particular point in time and you make some subtle changes, if you want to rank that uh, or if you want to check your rankings, type in those terms and then uh, you can either go into the tool and then open those particular phrases that you have saved or just type them in again and see if those changes that you made had any positive or negative effect on your rankings. So. This free tool is something I use all the time to keep an eye on rankings. And just in general, if I've noticed a spike in traffic or all of a sudden a particular week, I have, let's say, you know, 100 more views or 100 more unique visitors. And I'm not exactly sure. I can check in analytics and try to get some details on how that is. But if you can't quite figure it out there, it could be a result of an increase in rankings for particular keyword phrases. So that's that's just another tool to have in your arsenal. It is a free tool, again, something that I utilize quite often. I wouldn't say I use it every week, but I probably definitely do use it every month. So it's, some, it's another tool to add. Hopefully, if you're not familiar with it, you definitely want to become familiar. Real easy to use, only takes you a minute or two. And uh, it's definitely something to add to your arsenal. So again, it's called the Rank Checker Tool. And you can add it as a plugin to probably most browsers as far as I know. But for sure, it works really well with Firefox. So, And with that, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this week's show. I hope you enjoyed the updates on the Elegant Theme, my AdWords campaign, and also the tool of the week being Rank Checker. I hope you have a fantastic upcoming week and best of luck with all of your online adventures. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.